uh, Monday night, five hours. Ben was up for. Oh man! Yeah, boy, it's getting oh. worse. Well, the thing is, like, it's nature. You've got to sleep at some point. You like, yeah. at some point, <laughs> like, living living things have to sleep. So he will sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's fine. It is what it is. And touch wood, he's like not, he's not like as upset. You, you used to get, you used to wake up and be like really upset in the night. Um, yeah. But at the moment, he's just up and he's hyper. <laughs> so I'm just sort of like, got to sleep. <laughs> oh shit. I'm like, anyway. Um, yeah. So he's, he's just gone. I'm pretty tired now. But anyway, there we go. How are you? Very well, oh. thank you. What? There was a fact. Of course. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio cut his hand uh, on yes. the skull. There's like a, a prop skull that he uses. And he actually cut his hand and blood started like pouring everywhere. But he just carried on and went yeah. with it. And um, yeah, yeah it's cool. quite famous, actually. Quite a famous scene, Greg. How are you? How's your uh, the past couple of days been? been lovely thank you uh what have i done not a lot yesterday i've just come back from the cinema nice little after work solo trip i forgot how much Ooh, i nice. love going to the cinema on my own i've not yeah. done it for some time it's just the best and just <laughs> just go in and like not being a council to anyone just get my hot dog like get my drink <laughs> just go I turn my phone off I actually turn it off mm. today put it in my coat pocket nice. next to me i'm just like yes i'm making an agreement that this is having my full attention like yeah. whatever happens and I've just thoroughly enjoyed myself and just relaxed properly. It's been it's been dead good. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. I was looking for you on the TV last night for a little bit. Was it last night? Yeah. Yes. But um I didn't realise that Celebrity Hunted was and I was I don't know why I got it in my head that every episode was one of the teams, but it's not, is it? Every episode is like all the oh, teams. Oh, it's, chronolo- it's chronological, together. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I, I so I was like, actually. I saw, I saw like Ed, Ed Gamble and James Acaster on it, and I was like, oh, so I started like, you know, paying attention, yeah, yeah. but then I saw other people on it, and I was like, oh, it's not going to be this episode. Yeah, <laughs> so it turned yeah. off. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I reckon, I reckon it'll be next week. Um, uh, I, I don't know whether you saw the bit with the waitress. On it, that took him to Birmingham. Uh, uh, did you see that bit? Maybe, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I reckon I'll be in it like as much as her. So, like, right, okay, because right, I'll yeah, be yeah, doing yeah. like an equivalent role of kind of a lift, giving them a lift. So, man, yeah. Uh, well, thanks for coming back for the sequel episode this week. Uh, this is our second installment this week. Uh, I'm not saying thank you to you, but I'm saying thank you to our, our listeners. Our yes, audience. I know. I mean, thank you, thank <laughs> me for coming back. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks, Dave. Thanks for coming. Well, well, I mean, we've been the 126th time. Thank you. Good. Actually, it's more than that now, technically. Um, technically, but no. That's a technicality. So today we are talking exclusively about John Wick Chapter 4, which is obviously the fourth instalment in uh, the series. Um, this done directed by... So it's, so it's, direct, so it's all made by Chad Stelensky. Stelensky? Yes, Stelensky. Yeah, who yes. was Keanu Reeves' double in The Matrix, I believe. Yeah. And, and since has done not a lot else other than make these John Wick films, which have been incredibly, incredibly successful. And... Mm. Until 
until like a week ago, I'd I'd seen I'd seen John the first John Wick a couple of times because I'd I'd seen yeah. it ages ago, maybe in lockdown or whatever. I don't know. And then for whatever reason, didn't I, I, I still to this day I can't figure out whether I've seen the second one or not because mm. I watched the recap and I early last week because I was going to watch the third because the third is freely available yeah. on Amazon Prime and I watched the recap of the second one I was like I don't think I've seen that but then I watched a recap of all three of them today now I've seen so I've seen <laughs> definitely seen one and three but I yeah. haven't seen this I was like oh, maybe I did see the second one it was quite forgettable two and three are they're not similar I mean all these films are similar films but two and three have the same result essentially so they both end in the exact same way he's on yeah. the run so yes. there's no real repercussion. I mean, there's no real repercussion to many of these films, but two and yeah. three could have been one together, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, it's probably worth noting, before we go any further, that the first John Wick film, it's um, directed, obviously, by who, who we just said, Chad Stahel- Stahelski, Stahelski, but yeah. also David Leach. Or Leach. Right. Um, so David Lech was basically Brad Pitt's stunt double for Fight Club. Um, and then he's then gone on to direct things like Deadpool 2, Atomic Blonde, and yeah. um, uh, Bullet Train, which we watched ah, last yes. summer, wasn't cool. doesn't it? Last ah, summer. Yeah. Um, so yeah. he sort of left the John Wick franchise and went on his own we'll do those. Um, okay. to go and do fairly similar films because Atomic Blonde is yeah. very, very similar to, to John Wick, but female-led, if that makes sense. Okay, okay. Yeah. So to bring people yeah. up to speed, and I think, you know, we'll, 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 we'll have, we'll, we'll be talking reasonable amounts of spoilers in in this yeah. episode, I think. Like, not full, full, full on, but reasonable amounts of spoilers, but to bring people up to speed of the um, not um, au fait with the John Wick series, Keanu Reeves plays John Wick, who is um, an ex-assassin who lives in um, New York suburbs somewhere, maybe Brooklyn or something, and uh, his... His wife, the love of his life, uh, dies of some sort of terminal illness. This is all in John Wick 1. And mm. she um, posthumously leaves him a, a, a puppy. Um, yeah. And so he learns to love, etc., etc., etc. But then this underworld, assassin underworld, starts sort of creeping back into his life that he yeah. thought he'd successfully left. Um, and Alfie Allen basically ends up <laughs> stealing his car and killing his puppy dog. That yes. is very, very symbolic <laughs> with his dead wife. And um, which, which you're laughing, but it, I mean it, the reason the reason Dave's oh, laughing hard. is because it's heartbreaking. But the, the whole film franchise is based on his vengeance uh, yeah. after <laughs> seeking vengeance for this dead dog, which is just bonkers on the face of it. So the world of John Wick is is somewhat our world, although it's a world where increasingly throughout the series, you realise that pretty much every other person is an assassin who lives in this, in this underworld. An assassin with um, inf- infinite um, resources at hand in terms of um, weapons and free international travel. Um, mm. there's, there's there's no sign of any authorities anywhere. Um, don't like all, yep. all these like absolute murderous rampages are going on. No sign of any police. Anything. Nobody's bothered. No. People just no. get. It's a world where someone gets killed next to someone, and like the people walking by just look down and say, "All oh, right, there's another one." Uh, yeah. So this so <laughs> this is so normal to everybody in this world. However, however, um, it's. 
it's an entertaining franchise. And I'm speaking broadly at the moment in terms of like the, the series as a whole. Uh, it's I described it to you the other day as action yeah. porn, didn't I, Dave? Because mm. there's the plot. The plot is ridiculous, and you have to suspend <laughs> all disbelief. It's it's not something that's you know that you don't watch these films for for their awesome script, but you do watch these films if you're into sort of awesome action. And I liken this film to it's in the same similar way that to, to the similar extent. It's interesting you mentioned Bullet Train because that came to my mind as a film that mm. I, I enjoyed purely for just the dumb action. Uh, mm. and, you know, thinking of what it was. Uh, the w- other one was uh, Nobody. Is it the Bob Odenkirk yeah. one? Was it Nobody? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's very similar to Nobody, actually. Really. Yeah. Like when you, that's when you that's take sort a step thing. back, I suppose. Absolutely, and it's almost it's almost could be comic book book worldy in you know in the fact that that you do have to suspend disbelief to such an extent. Mm. Um, you know, all the actors are sort of hamming it, <laughs> hamming it up massively. Um, worth noting as well at this stage that Keanu Reeves prides himself as he has done in, uh, for a long, long time in doing a lot of his own stunt work, and he continues to yeah. uh, in this franchise. And uh, you know there's a lot of opportunity for that but these films are essentially back to back to back to back to back to back set pieces set yeah. piece after set piece after set piece um you know vaguely tied together by some <laughs> weak weak plot points well it's um, a fetch quest each one is a fetch quest isn't it so it's yes. like right you before you do this thing you've got to go and get this and whilst yes. you get in this, you've got to fight all these people. Yeah. Then you'll yeah. fight all these people, like a video game. Well, it is, get well, the thing, take it to this place. Then yeah. you've got to fight all these people because then you've got to get this thing to unlock this. And then Crash Bandicoot spins around. And then, yeah. you know, it's yeah. just like, but, but it, wow. It's, it's so interesting you say that. It's like a video game because yeah. you know, th- throughout watching these films this week, firstly, that when I was watching number three the other day, I was, I was like, there must be a John Wick video game because if there's not, it would yeah, be awesome. There is. And there is a John Wick yeah. video game. I don't think yeah, it's yeah. particularly great. I don't think it got particularly no, well received. <laughs> but when you're watching John Wick, thinking this has got video game written all over it, mm. and when you get the these um, waves of anonymous assailants that sort of yeah. just pop up, yeah. and then he has to fight all them off, and then it's like he takes a breather, and then it's like right next wave, and then they suddenly all appear yeah. from nowhere. It literally yeah. feels like a video game where it's like. Yeah. The, the processor is stalling in between and then you can always hear the disc spinning <laughs> as the next yeah. wave of assailants just appear. Um, and it's just that again and again and again and again and again. Not to say it's not good. Like, it, <laughs> it, it it's, it's brilliant in its execution for, yeah. for what it is. I think it's, you know, it's, it's doing its, it's the, it's doing its best at doing just that. Just doing pure action porn. And actually, yeah. and I'll start speaking about the fourth one. So, so the the fourth install, you're left at the end of the third one, and it's interesting what you said the other day. And if you if you hadn't stepped to think about it, you you might not realise that John Wick one, two, and three are set within a very small timeline mm. of like less yeah. than a week or something daft like that. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Now, now John Wick four definitely feels like that timeline extends to beyond. I don't know how long we're talking. Yeah, I don't think it's it much. I don't think it's much longer, but yeah, it does. Ex- but yeah, it does extend. There's a lot to allow for a lot more international travel. Heal, <laughs> healing. Let's put <laughs> yes. it that way. Yeah. Uh, 
so part of the thing of the, these assassins is they've they've got access. There's this um, the, the table, the underworld, where mm. you know there, there's this league, but that has certain rules that they all live by. And part of their rules is they have these safe zones, these hotels that are all dotted around the world called the Continental. Whereby within yeah. the Continental, you know, one, one of the main rules is business cannot be t- take, taken within the yeah. hotel. So it's like safe play, safe houses, really, uh, which is is an interesting vehicle. Um, Mm. the plot but at the end of John Wick 3 anyway um, he um, having been at the start of John Wick 3 been uh, de- what do they call it de- excommunicado excommunicado it's like a weird cult and, uh, it is and, and at, the, at the end there's some sort of double crossing so I was reading something and somebody just went yeah so it's the Catholic Church then <laughs> Yeah, yeah, basically. Like, yeah. yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. And they kind of go a bit further into that sort of uh, analogy yeah, yeah, in, this, yeah. in this film. Um, but for whatever reason, he gets double. There's a double crossing. Um, is his mate Winston, um, who mm. is manager of this hotel, shoots him and he falls off this roof. But only done half a job of it. He's not dead. Gets taken back to Morpheus, and Morpheus is like reviving him. Because oh, as well as well as this uh, criminal assassin under underbelly, there's also a homeless criminal underbelly <laughs> yeah. as well. Every homeless yeah. person is also an assassin. Where they use carrier something. pigeons to communicate, or like homing pigeons. Okay, good. <laughs> and, that, and that's where we left it. And what what he wants to do is he's on the run again. Um, yeah. Everyone, everyone's after him, but everyone's after everybody who helped him, much the same as the third film as well. But then he decides, for whatever reason, to go uh, over to uh, the desert and find the mm. elder, who obviously the elder from the first film, they couldn't cast him, so they cast a new elder. It's like, oh, you're the it new elder It wasn't the now. first film, it was like the last film. Well, the Three. Second, sorry, and the third film. <laughs> that he didn't not, want to come back. Not, not available for hire. So here's a new yeah. elder. Um, anyway, um. what... It's various complex points where you've got someone who's above the high table who's now trying to kill everybody who helped him and trying to like and blows up the first continental, and then you've got his old mate. His old mate has been um, blackmailed into be going to kill John Wick, and yeah. that's a problem. And then he goes over to Japan where he's got a mate who's got a continental, and the, I mean the plot is In the Osaka ridiculous. continental. It's ridiculous. Oh. However. However, the focal point of this film, the difference is it's focused on Paris because that's where this um, batshit guy, played by uh, Bill Skarsgård... Bill Skarsgård, yeah. Pennywise. (laughs) Yes. Uh, He's based there. He's the... um, He's the Bond villain of this. It's I mean, yeah. it takes there's yeah. so many tropes, so many tropes in these films. <laughs> it's partly samurai film, it's partly Bond film, it's partly, partly yeah. board, it's partly noir. Um, it, it's got all sorts going on, but and there's various villains. It's focused on Paris, where they inevitably end up because they realise that in order for him to get out, where does it end? It's all about where does this end. <laughs> Where does, where does this vengeance end? Well, I think the death count at the start of this film was up to two hundred and forty something. Right, someone counted based good. on so yeah. at least double that after this film. Yeah, like the definitely. amount of blood shed for this puppy <laughs> is beyond ridiculous. Um, but I'm just going to take a moment. I'll let you speak a minute. I promise you. But I'm just going to I'm just going to take a moment to speak about like this. You know, despite in spite of all that, and like I say, the action is done really well. There's some really beautiful creative stuff going on there, like really beautiful creative stuff. There's some really nice cinematography where, like Paris, for instance, looks absolutely stunning. Yeah. Uh, in parts, yeah. um, there's a, there's some really cool creative choices. Like there's one action sequence. I, like I was never 
I was never tired of all the action. I think my battery's just gone on my headphone. Yeah, you might start the laptop now. I was never tired of all the action hmm. because they kept like doing, taking different approaches to how they were shooting it. So there's one bit where they're in this house and he's moving around the house in the different rooms. Yeah, move to like this cool like bird's eye view of mm. of the house and sort of what you know do, doing it from that perspective. Yeah, it's um, Tarantino does it in the first Kill Bill in the, the which is the, another the film crazy that I kept a, thinking yeah. about whilst watching yeah. this. It was like yeah. there's a lot of Tarantino. There's a lot of Kill. Obviously, the samurai sort of stuff is very sort of Kill yeah. Bill esque as well. But there's a lot of Tarantino in this with just the mm. sort of like the merciless killings and stuff. But a lot of cool creative choices. Um, yeah, it's a long, long film. It's two hours fifty yeah. minutes. But honestly, I, and I'm not just saying it. I don't know whether I'm going soft or what. Like, it's not a great film, but I was so entertained. I've had I've had such a good time. And so, and I think that's the thing to take away from these films. You can't deny how entertaining they are. If if you're putting it, looking at it on paper, it's not great. Mm. It's not inventive. Not inventive is not the word I'm looking for. It's it's not sort of thoughtful enough or uh, I suppose creative enough in other areas to be on paper a good film however I was like that was dead long but I thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed myself yeah there was a lot of stuff I didn't like which I will pull apart in a second but there was a lot of stuff I really did like and considering this is the fourth film on a film that was going straight to DVD in 2014 starring a 58 year old (laughs) As the main character doing all this stuff, mm. you've got to hold your hands up and go, that's pretty impressive, to oh, be yeah. honest. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, just like, okay, let's 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 jump back to, to that plot. Okay, ultimately, John Wick needs to do a load of different missions to get to a final boss where he has a <laughs> duel to clear his name, yep. basically, to get freedom. That's what it is. Mm. And it's a series of action set pieces a series of fights to clear his name. Right. Technically, this isn't a spoiler. Can you can you remember all the fight scenes? Oh, no. <laughs> and you've just watched it. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I was I lying mean... in bed last night going, right, okay. Well, f- there's one in the hotel in Japan. Yeah. And then they go... Uh, to there's a, a club. train, and then there's a then there's a, a club with, in Germany. With, oh, no, with there's another a club, baddie, another baddie whose weakness is asthma. Where did we last <laughs> yeah. have that? Yeah, Le Chief. <laughs> Le Chief. Um, he he's really good. He's a stuntman. He's quite a famous stuntman and, and a, an action actor. He solely kind of do, mainly does like um, you know, straight to DVD sort of things. But he's a brilliant, brilliant action actor and stunt person. He, he was. Um, uh, was it? He he was he did a lot of Ryan Reynolds stuff in like the the old X Men Deadpooly stuff. Um, okay. So he's pretty. It's, you know, it's quite. Anyway. Um, so yeah. Then there's the the Germany one. Then uh, there's across Paris. Then there's Arc de Triomphe. Then there's the staircase. Uh, no, the house. Then there's the staircase. Then there's the staircase. Then yeah. there's the staircase, <laughs> <laughs> which we'll talk about in a second, and then a yeah. final duel. Okay, things I liked about this film, I actually quite like that. You know, th- there's a bit of an ensemble going on this time, and everybody's yeah. quite clearly having a really good time. So you've got John Wick, you've got Winston, you, you've got um, Donnie uh, Donnie Yen. Is it Donnie Yen? Yeah, um, uh, playing his second blind. Um, 
martial artist because he plays a blind martial artist in Rogue One, doesn't he? Do you remember ah, that? right, yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, so that that's quite good. Uh, obviously, we've um, got Lovejoy uh, back again as as Winston. Um, yeah. Is it Donnie Yen? Is that his last? Yeah, it is Donnie Yen. Of course, it is. Uh, I love Donnie Yen's name, Kane. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Crea- creative. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you've also got, um, what's his name? Shamir Anderson as the tracker uh, popping up every now and again. I think that's quite an interesting little like, like call back to Mr. the first Nobody. John Wick. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Nobody. Um, but yeah, you know, nice little ensemble and everybody's quite clearly having a, a good time. There's some stinking accents in there. Bill Skarsgård doing his, his best. Oh, French. Oh, muff. French accent, which is almost on Jared Leto uh, Italian uh, terms there. Yeah. Um, what I do like, you know, I, all right, we can't deny it. There's some incredible action sequences. Uh, the first 45 minutes, it got to the first four, like first 45 minutes done and it was just finished up in Japan and I was like, okay, how much longer have we got left? Because I've pretty much seen all this now before in the other three films. Yeah. And then from, from then on, okay, you can maybe argue the stuff in Berlin was a little bit similar, but they do start making some interesting sort of creative decisions or, you know, inventive they make the action a little bit more inventive. So mm. things like the Arc de Triomphe fight is wow, like amazing, using cars as weapons and things like that. Yeah, which is really, really and cool. people have liked it a little bit to like choreography, like Baby Driver as well. In terms, of yeah, 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 definitely. Car food, I like that one. Um, in the house, the top down um, action scene with like exploding shotgun, which is quite quite good. They bring dogs back into it, which is quite a funny thing. Um, but the, for me, it was the staircase was just unbelievable. Yeah. And again, without giving too much away, there is an extended fight scene on a staircase outside yeah. and then another extended fight scene on the same staircase once again. And yeah. it's, there's just a superb gag. And when it gets to that, oh. you get to this point and you're like, I know exactly what's going to happen. And it happens and you're just like, oh, no. You just you feel how tired he is, and he he does this little thing. He, he never sort of shows weakness, but you just see one of his feet just slightly turn in, <laughs> and it's just like that's his weakness. That's his like. Well, that's, he's not limping. He's just like oh, he's been said about that. He's got, he's got like a really vulnerable gait with the way he's sort of yeah. pointing inwards. His little yeah, 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 yeah. feet pointing inwards, which yeah. is like sits is quite jarring with his role, really, which is yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and for me, like the you know the, the 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 biggest takeaway is just that Keanu Reeves he just puts everything into these films, and you can you can tell that he cares about them. And I think compare that to something like Fast and the Furious. All right, it's a, the Fast and Furious stupid action film. Keanu, uh, uh, John Wick stupid action films, but which one's got more heart? Quite well, clearly, the John Wick franchise. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And they yeah. just don't compare. And I actually taking out coming away from it all the sort of ridiculousness of the criminal underworld and the rules that they've got and and the next boss level and things like that you've got to kind of love that silliness it and it, it, it is silly um i even love the how like howling dialogue um mm. high table jewels are a myth <laughs> you know stuff like that yeah, yeah. Uh, what's another one okay you got john wick says to us 
what do you get out of this? And he goes, what you're so good at getting, vengeance. <laughs> no, revenge. That's it, revenge. And then there's another one. Somebody says, fools talk, cowards are silent, but wise men listen. Which one I'm you just think? like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. But it's all, for me, and it's summed up by, like, there's that gag at the end, I won't ruin the Donnie Yen. There's yeah, a Donnie yeah, Yen. Yeah. It's just, yeah, yeah. it had the whole cinema in stitches. And it, and it comes at, and it, and it comes at just the most perfect Australian. point. <laughs> For me, it came at the most perfect point because I'm watching it thinking, yeah. I'm enjoying this. Is it ridiculous? Does it know it's ridiculous? And then it did that <laughs> line and it's just like, you know exactly what you are. Yeah, and that's yeah, brilliant. Yeah. And it, was just, it was just so spot on. Yeah. The things I didn't like, all right, it was a tad too long. <laughs> I'll be honest. You know, I, I didn't feel like... I wasn't clock watching, but after oh. it was done, I was like, whew, I texted you dinner. That was a long film. Yeah. Jesus. Um, all right, we could argue about the stereotypes. They go to a Japan, the hotel in, in, in J- Japan, and there's sumo wrestlers as bouncers. <laughs> there's samurai. <laughs> there's the Yakuza. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. um, there's a, there's the gag, a gag with the dog. As soon as you see a character with a dog, you go, all right, I know what's going to happen. Yeah. I know the turn, the, the, uh, the face turn that's going to happen on this yeah. one. Yeah. Um, all right, they are ridiculous. We, we know they, these are ridiculous, but uh, it got to a point where it's like, so John now can seemingly just jump from a four-story building, crash into a car, uh, a car roof, and just walk away. You might have a bulletproof suit, but what you don't have is a bulletproof face, John. <laughs> or here's my other joke on that one. You may have a bulletproof suit, John, but you also have internal bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> and it's exactly. just like, oh, God. Yeah. All right. And all this is because yeah. he's got to be at the Sacre Coeur by dawn or whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. And he spends the whole night getting the shit beat out of him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This is yeah. the whole thing, right? I mean, you've got a, you've got so for some reason sat in the Eiffel Tower is a, is someone commentating on the on the radio yeah. to everybody yeah. everybody in Paris about where he is and where he's well, going. That's very that's very Tarantino that bit, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know the choice of soundtrack and things oh, ab- like that. Absolutely, yeah. But it's like it just makes absolutely no sense any of it. And then <laughs> instead of going into hiding. He spends all the time. And interestingly, I, you know, I part of the reason I loved it so much is because I, I was only in Paris a few weeks ago, and it literally yeah, might, yeah, as yeah. Well, might as well um, have, uh, have followed like everywhere I go. So um, there's a scene in the yeah. Louvre where they're yeah. sat in front of um, in in front of uh, Liberty leading the people. Um, mm. That bit where they're on the plaza looking yeah, at the yeah. Eiffel Tower, I was stood exactly yeah. there, um, yeah, yeah, where, yeah, yeah. where they were having that meal, which I'll speak about in a second, but. Um, <laughs> Without all the like, Paris is nuts because all the time, all around the clock, there's thousands of people at every single landmark. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. For some reason, every single single landmark has nobody there unless it's like it's like it's like that that Emily in Paris. Max watches that, and we've been to Paris so many times. We love going, and I was just watching it, going, "This is bollocks!" Because <laughs> there's no way you'll ever find an empty empty street in Paris. No nope. bullshit. They'll yeah, <laughs> call bullshit on that one. Yeah, like the, on that. Um, that plaza thing, I forget the name of it, it starts with T. Um, but there's like yeah. loads of crep vans there usually. And like <laughs> yeah. a, a load of men with blankets out selling little models yeah. of the Eiffel Tower and stuff like that. Little <laughs> Middle Eastern women come in asking you for money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, where are all they? Um, but then also everywhere, <laughs> this high table is amazing. They must have such an entourage because everywhere they go, 
they've got a dinner table set up with like goblets and wine, yeah. like yeah. in the middle of Paris <laughs> or in front of the Sacre Coeur, and it's, yeah. it's just absolutely mental. Um, yeah, yeah. But it just adds to the the um, the spectacle, the show of it. It's like yeah. So much. I, th- I think you know. Let, let's not give give it away. Let's not give it away whether this is the the final John Wick film or not. Um, as as John Wick as we know it, there's the we know for, we know for a fact there's there's other sort of spin offs like the, uh, Anna Diarmas is starring in the ballerina, which John Wick is. Uh, it's set between John Wick two and four. John is at the Keanu Reeves has filmed some scenes for it, which is quite cool. The continental out TV year, series that's been shot, Con- which is yeah set in the seventies. That one as well, yeah. which is quite interesting. So there's loads of stuff coming in the John Wick universe. John Wick, the John Wick. F- franchise itself uh you know there may be more we, we won't give, give away too much however i was i am kind of getting to the point where i'm like it, it almost feels a bit like doctor who like they pull out a new big villain we, we've never heard of from his past and and how much past does john wick have do you know what i mean there's yeah, only so yeah. many people that's like oh we were best friends oh you killed my father oh he's he's oh. the most fiendish person i've ever fa- ever faced and it's like okay with no backstory until the net until the next person who's yeah. who's the worst he's ever f- oh my <laughs> gosh that guy was oh that guy was the was that guy's nightmare do you know yeah. what i mean you know, it's like all right okay let's, let's yeah, just see just let's endless see endless plot opportunities um yeah worth mention, mentioning um gets a small role in this film from uh lance reddick uh, lance reddick yeah uh, he plays shallon the concierge of the continental yeah obviously he sadly passed away um a couple of weeks ago so i think yeah. what they've done is they've managed to They've, they've put on the end of the film, like at the end of the credits, like a nice tribute to him sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But he's dead good. He's dead good in the whole series, I think. Um, yeah. But, yeah, he's great. And if it, uh, got, me and a guy from work were talking about this today. It's like, we're like he's that guy from that thing, yeah. but he's always great as that guy in that thing. And, yeah. you know, never like a huge household name, but you always go, oh, what's what's he from? I've seen him in loads of stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's great in every fringe and the wire stuff. And I think he was in The Wire, wasn't he? Um, but there you go. Anything else we wouldn't like to say about John Wick? I'd say just for Gregory. If, you, if, you, if you're not familiar with them, um, have a go at them, get stuck in. Um, so I think certainly one and three are available on streaming services. Two you might have to pay for. Um, but, I think two's on Prime because um, we yeah. were going to watch it the other day. I think, right, so. But you could do a lot yeah. worse than diving in and just like enjoying them. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, they're not objectively good nice. films, but there's a lot of good stuff about them. There we go. Excellent. Okay, would you say then, Gregory, that John Wick 4 is Ace Ventura Pet Detective or The Collective? And instead of writing a like a, a synopsis for this film, I just wrote some shit about someone's sister and God, who cares? So that is uh, Ace Ventura Pet Detective or The Collective? Ace Ventura, please, Dave. I would completely agree with you. Stupid, stupid film, but so, so entertaining. Where can we see John Wick 4, Gregory? John Wick 4 is available in cinemas now. Excellent. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> 300, did you, have you read, read this? 380 words in the entire film, Keanu Reeves says. And they worked it out. It's something like 30 grand per word or something. And how many of those words Nothing are? Like that. Yeah. 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 I'm back. Cool, and that is our sequel episode for season five, episode six. What are you up to this weekend? Oh, actually, let's reveal it. 
he's here. He's back. Zachary, just remind us what you were saying. I think Okay, I think you uh, pretty much nailed this one first time, Gregory. What on earth was Zachary saying? It was, of course, from the sixth sense. It was I see death. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> Baba Yaga. <laughs> but very well done. Yeah. I like saying that, Baba Yaga. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, something yeah. Quite, it's one of those, you know, those words that like, I don't know. It's just, can, we just fun mention, to say. can we just mention Jerome Flynn in the third one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> bad. Bad, bad. Oh, bad. dear God. Anyway, yes, of course, Zachary was saying, uh, I see dead people. Excellent, excellent. He'll be back next week. So what's on the cards for this weekend, Gregory? Well, it's Easter holidays. Uh, I think I'm mm. out with some old school friends for just a nice bit of food on Saturday night, a bit of a reunion get-together uh, with uh, some boys and girls. And um, oh, bits and bobs, uh, Arthur's birthday next week. Uh, so we'll yeah. We're going to Talking Towers with him and a few friends. Lovely. Uh, that's it. Next week, I'm going to London. What about you? Are you, t- you having some time off? Some- I, I'm off, yeah. I'm off next week with the just with the boys. Um, Saturday, we are going for a bit of a day session in Manchester with Ali and Rich. We're going to... Huh. I can't remember. Some, like, rooftop bar thing in Manchester, so that should be quite nice. Um, hopefully, our garden will be finished so the boys can actually play in it. Uh, we've got, a, like, a, you know, like, a trampoline in the ground. Yeah. That's, cool. That's going to be quite cool. cool. Um, yeah, I might try and get to see Dungeons and Dragons as well because it's going to be quite yeah, entertaining. Yeah, yeah. I saw, so saw that, that today. Hugh Grant having a fantastic time. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's having a ball, isn't he? Yeah, fantastic. I think, um, I'm going to plan for one day in the holidays next week, maybe even Wednesday when it comes out. I might go and take the kids to see It's a Me, Mario. Mario. So that's the thing. I, I think Dungeons and Dragons is probably going to bomb a little bit because it's coming out too close to Mario. And I think the families are, are going to much rather take the kids to see Mario than Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, I agree. Sadly. But yeah, cool. I'm going to try and do both both of them at some point. There we go. Of course, you can buy us a beer at buymeacoffee.com forward slash dads on film pod. Send us your reviews, your questions, all that sort of stuff. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening and sticking with the cause. Gregory. Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye, David. <laughs>